0: Goodness! Justin Jefferson pulled it in. Looking for AJ Brown, he's got it. Touchdown! In trouble, TJ Watts. I am just like stoked about this Lions team. Debo Samuel, there he goes. Foot on the
1: gas,
2: all the way. Two MVP seasons. Not overreacting, but it might be happening.
1: Oh, so
0: Keenan Allen, there he gets him. It is Parsons who takes it back at the 21.
1: I love the upside, the athleticism.
0: To Robins. John Robins
1: will keep that hand. His first time at the touchdown. Kelsey, good night. Touchdown, Chiefs win it.
0: Alright, what is going on everybody? Welcome back here today to our Week 6 NFL Recap. What's going on, Tom? What's going on, Dom? How we doing? What's up, guys? What's so yeah, we're back here today with a reaction to, uh, I would say, a subpar week of football. I don't think it was anything crazy, um, but there was a couple games that were close. It didn't really feel like it. We'll start off just like immediately Thursday night football, Chiefs-Broncos. This one felt like it happened forever ago. But the Broncos offense actually was okay this whole season. Like okay. And it just looked horrible this past week. I think like we gotta we gotta just say that the Broncos should be tanking for Caleb Williams at this point.
1: Yeah, and also time to put some respect on Chiefs even. I think they're like second in points against, which is kinda nuts. And it's really even, I did not know that. It's giving them the ability to have a Patrick Mahomes offense be like a little above average, which is not like what they've been used to needing to win.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird that the offense has been kind of mid this year for the Chiefs. It just feels weird because it's always elite every single season. But um, I think we were talking – I forget if it was last week we were talking about it and I asked you guys like about the Chiefs receiving core and like put it up against the Giants. Mm. It does look like Rasheed Rice could be the wide receiver one here because um, he did have a – he had a pretty good game on Thursday. I feel like Sky Moore has been kind of disappointing um, with all his draft hype and Kadarius Toney, I, I feel like we're kind of out on him um i oh, yeah. so i i feel like yeah Rasheed rice could be the guy there after kelsey
2: yeah and it's still like kelsey and then drop off <laughs> drop off ball. drop off then Rasheed rice like this it's kelsey i think had like nine catches almost all in the first half like he was insane he'll keep being insane and yeah uh, you mentioned tony i think he's like done like i think they've already given up
0: on him as well <laughs> Yeah, which is crazy, because um, he had, definitely had so much talent. And then for the Broncos, I mean, another receiver that might be done is, like, Jerry Judy, man. I feel like he's going to get traded. Um, You guys saw the Steve Smith video? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and people That's were crazy. saying that, like, Steve Smith was kind of, like, stepping out of line. Like I get it, because Jerry Judy was saying that he cost him money. I understand that, and I kind of—I uh, I do, like, understand that Jerry Judy's, like, kind of worried about that right now, because he needs a contract next year. But Steve Smith's a reporter. Like, what do you expect a reporter to do besides— critique and you know compliment your game when necessary so I mean I guess it's just because he's mid that he those things are negative like if he was good no no one no one saying bad things about Jabar Chase like
0: yeah Uh, I think it was uh, I think it was like Pretty like well in line for what Steve Smith said, and he was pretty honest, and I don't think it was too bad. I mean, maybe it was like a little far for just national television, but you know what? Like it's a little bit a personality, and I mean that's who Steve Smith is, so it's like better than to yeah. see him just kind of go all corporate there. Um, so yeah, this game wasn't really that exciting, uh, and the Broncos one in five their season. If it wasn't over, it's it's pretty much over. The deficit they have to come back, and hey, anything's possible because like currently the Raiders and Jets are still could be playoff teams. So hey, maybe the Broncos can come back at some point. Um, and then we'll, we'll just talk about the London game here. Uh, this was a game that we talked about in the week six preview. I took Baltimore, both Dom and Tom took Tennessee. There was another game where that will be reversed later where I was on the losing side. So I'll make sure to bring that up. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, this was, this was not a good game for Tennessee. Uh, Tannehill got hurt. So we may see Will Levis soon. Um, or it's going to be Malik Willis who did not look great when he came in. Dom, how'd you feel about kind of your Titans a little bit this season? Uh, and this game and how it looked
2: yeah starting off malik willis is the worst quarterback i've ever watched like that was atrocious he i mean he he somehow got them all the way down to like the five yard line i think it was maybe a little bit of like prevent defense because he just Mm -hmm. was not playing well whatsoever i mean the one play i don't know if you guys saw on the sideline where there's like a minute left in the game you need to stop the clock he's trying to like juke and stay inbounds at the five yard line instead
0: of just going yeah that was a terrible like qb run design
2: Yeah, like, I don't know what they were doing with that, and um, I'm sticking to this point. I think that muff punt cost the Titans the game because they lost by eight, so if they didn't muff that punt, the Ravens would not have kicked the field goal at the end of the half, so the Titans would have been down five, and then they would not have kicked the field goal late in the game. They would have kept going for the touchdown, so Malik Willis would have had at least two more shots at the end zone, so, like, just that one muff punt, I think, just unraveled into everything. And I mean, the Titans luckily have a bye this week, so hopefully the quarterback figures it, figures it out, and I hope we see Will Levis, because I don't want to watch Malik Willis play again.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I also feel like the Titans were already kind of off of Malik Willis. They picked him last year, and they saw so little in him to where they took another shot in the quarterback in the second round this year. I got it. They got great value, oh, and great value for what it seems so far on Levis, um, but Malik Willis was really bad. He was just as bad as he was yes uh, this week, last year. And I, there was a couple plays on that last drive, and I'm sitting here, I see him drop back, and I'm just like, I feel like he just has no idea that, that defenders are trying to get him. Like, he just stands there still with zero pocket awareness whatsoever, and they just, the second they win the, the pass rush, and he, he's he's either running for his life or he's sacked, and the play's over. Like, you can't have quarterback play like that, that's really bad.
0: Yeah, and uh this was definitely the Justin Tucker game. He had six field goals. This Ravens offense didn't look anything too special. Like the run game is still very inconsistent at times between like Gus Edwards and Justice Hill, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. It was played um over there in London. Um and this was Dom, this was your uh upset pick of the week as well. Yeah, it didn't
2: like I said, I'm blaming everything on that muff punt. After that, that <laughs> after that Tannehill got hurt, everything started unraveling.
0: That was the reason the Titans lost that game. Yeah. Um so we'll hop to uh the first like one o'clock game we'll talk about from Sunday. This was Tom's upset pick of the week, and he hit it. He uh, predicted the Washington Commanders were going to beat the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta, and they like I think like dominated them more than the final score showed, like a twenty four sixteen. This Falcons team did not look great. Ritter threw for three hundred yards, but it did not look pretty doing so, and some of his interceptions were so so, so bad. bad. Yeah, I feel like he could have thrown a couple more as well. Um, and, the, like, if you look, like, just kind of at the box score itself, it's like the commander's offense didn't look too crazy, uh, but their defense definitely stepped up, and uh, Tom can take a victory lap with this upset pick.
1: Yeah, I won't say much. Um, I kind of—I th- I think from the beginning, I said that um, Washington's team can score a lot of points and the Falcons don't score a lot of points, <laughs> which is a very dumb um, analysis and— well, not dumb, but just very simple analysis. Um, but— didn't really it wasn't like a 37 15 game which would have like really made it look like i was uh picking correctly there but i mean i'll still take a uh a w there without any hesitation
0: yep and now the commanders are three and three this season and some of their losses have been some of the worst losses this whole year but they're three and three so are the falcons In that, honestly, this was a rough week for the NFC South, for sure. I think every team lost in the NFC South this week. Yeah, you can't get worse. They went (laughs) 0-4. Yeah, so uh, that division is still kind of wide open, at least for three teams. We won't talk about the other team because nobody here picked them to win a division this year. So uh, we'll hop on to Vikings-Bears. Um, I thought this would be a, maybe a sneaky upset pick for the Bears, but Justin Fields got hurt. So we saw Tyson Bagant, um, who did not look good um, at all. And this game was pretty ugly to watch on just both sides. Maybe you can call this a defensive masterclass, but not really. There was just kind of poor offensive play from both teams. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm going with you there. Yeah, definitely <laughs> bad <laughs> offense. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, and yeah, speaking about the Bears, like losing Justin Fields... I don't. I don't expect much. I didn't expect much from them beforehand. And now with outfields, I don't really know, um, like what this team's capable of. Do we have a timeline on him at all? Like I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I he, don't he, think he's gonna he, play
0: next week. Well I, I knew I that, but like how
2: long? Only
1: gonna be next week, probably. He, he got he's diagnosed with like a dislocated thumb. So like, and his hand's just like swollen right now. So it's like apparently, which is like always natural for like, um, thumb dislocations. So I think it's only going to be this week that he misses. So um, we won't. We'll only see undrafted rookie uh, or undrafted quarterback once, which is good.
0: <laughs> and we're seeing them play the Raiders next week, right? Back in Yeah. Off. So it's, it's going to, to be Tyson Pagan versus. versus uh, wait, is it? Hor- might be. Hoyer. Yeah. You they should do Hoyer.
1: You, yeah. Well, uh, well apparently, um, it's probably going to be Hoyer. But if it's not, then Matt, maybe you can uh, double down on your he won't, Aiden O'Connell won't look the worst in the league this week uh, as long as <laughs> hey, the players win.
0: preseason champ right there, Aiden O'Connell. He's a rookie. We'll give him benefit of the doubt. Um. So yeah, this this Vikings game wasn't great. I mean, they kind of salvaged their season. If they went 1-5 and, and lost to the Bears, that would have been probably it for them. But their season is still somehow alive at 2-4. and four. Um, a game we previewed um, last episode as well for this week was the Cincinnati Bengals hosting the Seattle Seahawks, and we all predicted the Bengals to win this game, and the Bengals did win this game. Honestly, the Bengals didn't look great. I thought the Seahawks were really going to win this game, but Geno Smith made some really poor decisions down the stretch, uh, and the, uh, the Bengals were able to contain the run with Kenneth Walker, but the Seahawks were not able to win. I mean, 13 points. I thought this was going to be one of the higher scoring matchups of this weekend, and it was 17-13. to I think this kind of—I don't know if this makes me feel worse about the Bengals going forward, but I guess it is a big win for them at the end of the day, still kind of saving their season. And hey, they're three and three right now. We we kind of wrote them off a little bit, and they're back into things.
1: We did write them off a little bit, but them being them being three and three is is huge. Now I'm looking at their full schedule now, and they have—it's um, a tough
0: one, right? I think it's a pretty tough schedule. Yeah, the Rest I'm of the way, right
1: now it's so next I actually, week. It, they I think it's like the, the toughest high. schedule.
0: My bad, but I yeah. think it is the toughest schedule. Them like one Eagles two for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, because they're going to the bye, they get to you know get healthy a bit. Maybe hopefully Burrow will come back at full strength. Then they have San Francisco, Bills, and Texans, Ravens, Steelers, Jags, Colts, Vikings, Steelers, Chiefs, and then Browns. Not a cakewalk. Whatsoever. I
0: think one easy game, and that's home versus Indianapolis. Every other game, I mean, like Minnesota could be out of it by then, but like a lot of division yeah. matchups still. And then you got to play Kansas City, Buffalo, and San Fran. That is tough. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and, like we talked that we thought this game was going to be a shootout. After the first four drives of this game, it was 14-7. Like they were scoring early and often. Mm-hmm. Um shout out Andre Yosevas, my guy finally scored. <laughs> Got in the yeah, end zone. Wait,
0: did he end up with another catch? Uh no, just, no just that was his catch. only catch. He
2: scored uh first career touchdown on his birthday. I was one week too early on it. Um but so the Bengals had 14 points after their first two drives. Their only other points Came on a four-play zero-yard drive that resulted in a field goal that was um, that they got by Geno Smith throwing an interception. So their offense in the second half literally didn't do a single thing. Um, are we like are we still concerned about that at all? Like their scripted plays were great. They scored twice on two drives, but after that, just punt, 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 punt. Luckily got a field goal, but didn't gain a single yard on that drive. Like that's a little concerning um. to me.
1: It is a little concerning, but I mean, you could. But you saw the offense is able to kind of uh, break out big plays. So you saw that like, they were. It was against a bad team the last week. Right? Who did they play last week? I played
0: uh, the the Cardinals. Cardinals. Way to say bad team. Okay. Like that. Um... <laughs> I mean, they are objectively a bad team.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, at least the big play really kind of seems like it's there. Uh, I think Burrow needs to get up back to 100 percent so they can um, work the full off. I feel like their playbook I feel like probably has been a little, um, little condensed since Burroughs
0: was kind of a, a statue in weeks two and three mm-hmm. i feel like I, I don't know man it's gonna be tough for this team to win like 11 games 10 10 might even be a stretch too with the schedule they have um but hey but they might they're... not even have
1: to do that because the, the nfc north AFC north was just beating up on each other
0: yeah and w- weren't they when they ended up going to the afc or when they went to the super bowl weren't they like the sixth seed that year or they were the fifth seed because then baltimore win the division they were, we're... They won yeah, the division think, that year. I think
2: they were five, I
0: wanna say. Yeah, because they played uh they played Oak or Vegas. No, they had I to think. they
2: had to have won the division. I think they were the no, four yeah, seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they? Okay, yeah, because yeah, Tennessee was the one.
1: That, I think the Chiefs Baltimore, were the two. And that's when Baltimore played the Titans on the four five game, right? When Baltimore jumped the Titans logo?
0: Yeah, must have been, because then the Titans lost to the Bengals the following week. Then yeah. Okay. Then that, that makes, makes sense. sense. I think. Yeah, but I feel like the Bengals like that's a team that could definitely run the table as a six or even a seven seed in the AFC for sure um, if that offense gets going come uh, January when that when that happens. So yeah, uh, definitely feel a little bit worse about the Bengals, but the uh, like if I just mentioned before the Raiders and the Jets are in playoff conversations. So yeah, I, I will take the Bengals over them any day of the week. Uh, we have a big upset game that happened here. I believe the Niners were almost 10-point favorites when this game started with P.J. Walker, Temple alumni, as their quarterback. Not saying he looked good, because he didn't, but the Browns upsetted the Niners, 19-17 at home. I mean, I, w- I should, like, I was going to say that the... 49ers really lost this game more than the Browns won just because of the missed field goals by Jake Moody. But it's not like the Niners played well at all throughout this game. They really struggled at times. And this was an ugly game. It was definitely a defensive matchup here. And the uh Niners ended up getting their first L of the year and Brock Purdy picked up his first loss before Bryce Young picked up his first win and we were debating that last week as well. Do you guys think... Um, yeah. I'll, I'll throw it at Dom or Tom, you can actually go first. Do you think like the Niners are still as big of a juggernaut as we thought they were? Or did this kind of yeah, hurt that I a think, little I, bit? I think...
1: Um, I mean, well, I think, I think so because this Cleveland does have one of the better defenses in the NFL and they scored a historic points, base, like, for points for, for like eight weeks in a row before this. Um, McCaffrey was like a, he scored a touchdown I think too, but, um, he's just like a, like a touchdown, like literally a guaranteed touchdown every week.
0: Um, yeah. I think it's like, and, I, I did an insane amount of games in a row where he scored a touchdown uh, dating back to last season. I think it's like 15 it's like or something now. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: So. I think with the NFC, I'm not gonna say it like NFC being weak. I think that's kind. Of, I think it's kind of still an annoying narrative now, especially since we debunked it with the NFC having positive record against the AFC last year. <laughs> but um, they can certainly still come away with um, with the two seed, especially because the Eagles lost and the Lions both have a loss, so they're not behind by any means now. So let's just. I, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna take it slow here, and I think if we're we talk about this again in five weeks, and San Francisco has two losses. No one's going to say, say they're any less of a juggernaut. So,
0: yeah, and uh, I think McCa- like McCaffrey's going to be questionable to play next Monday night. Um, that's going to be up in the air the whole week. And I think I don't know how long Debo's out, but he got hurt in this game. Um, and then Brock Purdy obviously didn't look great. So, pe- like, obviously he's a polarizing quarterback um, for a lot of reasons and it did not help his case, but yeah, you're going up against arguably in a historic defense this season and the Cleveland Browns. Um, so I I really can't fault him because a lot of quarterbacks are going to play bad against Cleveland.
1: Yeah. And And, and the Niners, this is the first, this is the first bad game of his career. I think pretty much like really bad, like noticeably, like he played awful and like they can still win with Debo being a non factor. We've seen a million times before.
2: Yeah. Don, what were you going to say? No, and I was just going to say like, they still played. They still played very well. Like on defense, they gave up one touchdown the entire game. They just happened to allow four field goals. Like they were able to keep them in check for the most part. But when you have Dustin Hopkins making four field goals, it's tough to win. It's mm. tough to win when your offense can't really do much. I mean, the Niners overall, they lost by two points. They lost McCaffrey. They lost Debo. George Kittle was all cardio once again. Like they and, and Purdy played his worst game by far, and they only lost by two points. Like I get, they were reversing P.J. Walker. But I think, given all the circumstances, and they missed two field goals, like the Niners can honestly flip this around and be like, for everything that happened to us, we actually
0: played pretty good to only lose by two points this game. Yeah, and yeah. we know that the Niners have a really good defense. And honestly, with Deshaun Watson playing, I don't think this game would have been too different. Like, I don't think he was going to really ball out against his Niners defense the way we've been seeing him this year. Um, And then the Niners have a primetime game next Monday night. Uh, in Minnesota so that should be a good one we'll see how Minnesota's looking like then um, we'll talk about uh, the Carolina Panthers briefly against the Miami Dolphins the Panthers started this game off 14 nothing and then they didn't score a, um, a single point basically till the fourth quarter they lost 42 to 21 and it was definitely a blowout the Panthers are 0-6 the only winless team in the NFL. Um, so, yeah, I did pick them to win the division. And it's looking great, better and better as a pick as each week goes along. This team sucks, honestly. And the Dolphins kind of rolling as a juggernaut here. Do you guys have any, like, takeaways from this game or it's pretty much as we expected? Yeah, well, Google, uh,
1: I mean, I thought Carolina scored more points than they were, uh, than I, I thought they were going to. I think they scored, like, 16 or 8 or 17 well, points. I didn't think they were going to crack 20.
2: To be fair, their last touchdown was just a wide open pick six, like, so, I guess you can't still really counts. factor it. It still counts, but their offense, like Matt said, scored 14 points to start the game and then didn't do a single thing. They needed a pick six from Mike White, over one with a pick six. Great stat line for him. <laughs> um, but no, this, like, this Dolphins team, I think them going down early and then, like, no one was worried about it whatsoever it was like are we really gonna lose to the panthers here and then they just decided to score i think 35 straight points and then bench all their guys in the fourth quarter like that's how dominant they were so i think this dolphins team is fine i still think they'll be at the top of the afc and the panthers i mean on the bright side i think they're still only three games back in the division so they that
0: it's alive
2: (laughs) they they control their destiny if they beat their division opponents they'll be right back up there (laughs)
0: Yeah, Yeah. dude, Chuck Hubbard in the backfield now, and, like, they're they're a different team, man. Adam Thielen is basically wide receiver one throughout the league. yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Like, are
2: we going to start just double-covering Adam Thielen? Because he's the only guy on the Panthers doing a single thing. Like, I would just completely eliminate him.
0: (laughs) Some teams could offer them a first-round pick at this point for him (laughs) (laughs) at the deadline. Tyreek
1: Hill is uh, on a pace for 2,300 yards, which is... Insane, and he like pretty much missed like almost a quarter of the last game with his ha- um, half cramp, which like made me skip seven heartbeats, and his uh, and them not really playing the starters in the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, isn't he like he's like a hundred and like 90 or a hundred like 86 yards away from uh. A thousand yards already which is just crazy yeah, he's at like 814 that. right now so one eight through six
1: through six games
0: <laughs> that's absurd absurd and he's definitely gonna hit like 1500 probably at a minimum this year if he stays healthy and he could he crack is. 2K which would be sick um he's, for done, sure. he's and,
1: on pace to be he's on pace to be the record by 400 yards which is and he has <laughs> and he has a very 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 strong lead on the uh the receiving lead now that Justin Jefferson's out
2: I, know, think, much I think I think if he, he averages yeah, I think the stat was if he averages 103 for the rest of the games, he'll break the record. I think is what it was. Wow! And like, there's That's... gonna be a,
1: probably a couple of games where he gets Great. 170. Like he yeah. had this. This was the lightest 163 yards I've ever seen in my <laughs> entire life.
0: Honestly, because he's such a deep threat, man. I wonder if like it gets colder out, it'll we'll be a little bit tougher. And I don't know. I mean, I'm like, I'm just gonna kind of pull up their schedule if they go up against any good secondaries down the stretch. But honestly, like, I mean, yeah, they got. Eagles, Pats, Chiefs. I mean, the Pats secondary is kind of cooked at this point. They hit the Jets at one point. Commanders. I don't honestly, the defenses they play aren't too tough. So, there's a good chance that he could break the record, which would be sick, honestly. And then Tua is going to get MVP. Actually, yeah, no. Tua would get MVP, right? If Hill broke the record, if Tua, like it would be Hill.
2: Well, if Tua finishes the year with, like, say, 4,500, but Tyreek has over... 2200 maybe he sneaks it out but based on that i would assume
0: to hits like 5000 which makes me think for sure dead. you would need like a t- yeah. two well uh, like two week injury and it's mike white cooking out there to like well, no, uh, injuries. The, Tua well, no injuries to healthy all year no injuries <laughs> yeah to. yeah yeah well i'm just saying that's the only way that tyree kill or yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so um, looking, so... Tua's already
1: at 18, 1,914 touchdowns, which is kind of nuts. Yeah, he's in, he's yeah, on um... an insane
0: pace too.
2: The whole offense, even the right—I mean, Raheem Moster has—he's probably an insane... on an p- insane pace. Yeah, they're all insane. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, so I mean, I... this
1: is this is maybe the best the best offense ever. And I'm looking right at Tua. He leads the league in passing yards, and he leads a tie for league lead in passing touchdowns. So, and they're five and one. So if they win thirteen games, they're five and one. I mean, they gotta be on pretty much pace for that. Um, so I think he's looking cool. like the MVP
0: for sure. Um, another blowout game really didn't feel too close. Uh, was the Jaguars beating the Indianapolis Colts at home? They won thirty-seven to twenty. This was uh, a no Anthony Richardson game. Uh, he's unfortunately out for the year. Uh, sadly, that I think Jim Mersi just said today. But yeah, this uh, this Colts offense did not look great. Maybe they should just have Gardner Minshew. Like not start the game and then bring him in in like the second (laughs) quarter and he'll play much better because that seems to work out for him and he just can't start games so maybe they should just do that with him and just start a different quarterback but yeah this honestly Jaguars offense still doesn't look all that good maybe they're still getting into rhythm here but it hasn't moved me much this season and they do have a game lead over Indianapolis now in Houston for the division but honestly kind of love Houston as like like obviously I'm not making any hot take here as a sneaky underdog pick but. Houston could win this division. I'm not really sold on the Jaguars yet.
1: Yeah, and plus, I think Lawrence actually is going to play um, this week, uh, apparently. Thursday? He,
2: Thursday, I don't think yeah. so.
1: I don't think he's going to, but he was doing individual drills at practice today, which is kind of nuts the day after a knee sprain. Um, but, I mean, I would want to see him this time. Uh, but I think the, the – uh, who, who they play? Is, is it Jags versus – Saints and New Orleans. It's still a winnable game, I guess. If the
2: Jackals
0: that's tough to kill. play. They're, they're playing. Launch. They're playing Thursday, yeah. So it's a quick um, turnaround for him. Did
2: Lawrence play this full game, or did they take him out at the end? No, I played the full game. Because like, he, or at least
0: they did. Unless they ran the ball only at the end. But yeah, all right, they,
2: I was gonna say because he had the quietest knee sprain I've ever heard of. Like it was just one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, Trevor Lawrence is hurt. Like he might miss some time. Like I mm-hmm. like there was no big news or anything on it. it just kind of like snuck in there. Yeah. I don't know. That's how I felt.
0: Yeah. So that would be a major pull. But honestly. I forgot who their backup is. Is it CJ Beathard? Um, Because if so, like, honestly, whoever their backup is could beat the New Orleans Saints. I'll I'll pull it up here now. Yeah, it is CJ Beathard. Um, So it's not a possibility. Or it, it could be a possibility just because the Saints don't look all that good this season. Um, and that could just segue into us into the Texans beating the Saints in Houston. Another win for CJ Stroud. Finally threw his first interception this season. Uh, the Saints, man, they have been pretty disappointing to start off the year. The offense looked okay, I would say, on Sunday. Um, but the Texans just got it done. I just feel like the Saints blow so many opportunities. Like, they, they're they a team that just misses a lot of deep balls or maybe makes some mental mistakes. Where they could have put up 25-plus in this game and they just ended up only with 13. And then they fall to 3-3. Three and three. Yeah,
2: I was watching the Saints this weekend. I, I want to put it out there like Dennis Allen might be the worst head coach possible. Like I don't know if he has any say in the play calling whatsoever, but he's got to start telling his OC that it's like 3rd and 1 or 2nd and 1 like stop chucking up deep balls cuz Derek Carr can't throw them. Like Derek Carr is one of the worst quarterbacks I've watched this year. He checks it down to Kamara all the time. Like I think Kamara now has uh well over 20 catches in his three it's- games.
0: Yeah, eight targets. That's crazy. Yeah, and he had 13 catches. catches the
2: first game. So right there is twenty twenty one. I think. So, like, I don't know what's going on with Derek Carr and just the offense overall. But the Saints, like, I don't They got to fix something on their offense. And the Texans, I mean, they just keep proving me wrong. Like, I thought they were dead three weeks ago. Here they are at 3-3. Three three. I, I don't know what to make of them.
0: Yeah, we all thought that we they were going to be probably one of the worst teams in the league this season. And, hey, once you find a good quarterback – it, yep. it could change so much for them, and I feel like um I I was just kind of disappointed in Mike Damian Pierce so far this season. Like it looks like Devin Singletary could be RB one there now, which is kind of crazy. Just off the rookie season Pierce had as a what was he was he even drafted or like a seventh rounder? I know he was it super was late. like fifth
1: or sixth.
0: Yeah, it was later on. Yeah, so like he was a nice breakout story last year, and it it does suck that he may be RB two, but I, I think the Texans will get Tank Dell back next week. Um, a kind of stinker of a game <laughs> was the uh, Raiders beating the Pats in Vegas. Raiders advance to three and three. Pats fall to one and five. Um, and yeah, Jimmy G got hurt in this game. Brian Hoyer stepped in. We'll see if he is the starting quarterback next week. Mac Jones. I think is still going to remain as the Patriots quarterback because they don't really have a better option. But this team is screwed at this point. And like the Broncos, like the Giants, like the Bears, they should be tanking for Caleb Williams at some point. But yeah, this, this game was not great. And I, I honestly kind of like shocked me that the Vegas Raiders are 3-3 and this year. Did not expect that at all. And yeah, but I mean... I
1: would also like to... Double down on my apo- uh, apology uh, toward to Jacoby Myers. He balled again while Devontae <laughs> Adams was borderline silent. Uh, I'm looking at the um and dude Juju's receivers. done
0: nothing this year either. So the Pats really made a great decision letting Jacoby walk and signing Juju.
1: <laughs> yeah, it looks like it looks like with a missed game, it looks like Jacoby Myers like is pushing like like top fifteen like wide receiver list. I mean, I hate to go off fantasy, but it's yourself, like young know, service level stats alone. He is looking like a massive steal if you got him late in your fantasy drafts.
2: Yeah, and um like talking about Mac Jones again, he is unfortunately their starter no matter what, because this past week they're like, Oh, we they signed Malik Cunningham to a three year deal. They said they drew up specific plays just for him, they're gonna use him. He didn't touch the ball once this weekend. So like it's clearly just Mac Jones' job, and I think unless the Patriots are fine with just rolling with Mac Jones to then get the higher draft pick like unless they're now tanking um but this game just stunk overall like there was nothing exciting
0: about this game whatsoever yeah maybe we'll see like will greer at one point as well i would like that
2: he'd probably throw for like 300 in like some random game (laughs) dude guess how old he is if you had to take a guess right now i so i think he's actually older than i think i'm gonna say like 27 28 yeah he's 28 it's crazy I'm pretty sure... I think he was a five-year 5, five year in college because I know he was a transfer,
0: so oh. I think he played five years. Yeah, and he was drafted back in 2019 by the Panthers in the third round and really hasn't done anything in his career. He played two games uh, so far, and they were both in 2019. Best job um, in the world. Honestly, dude, backup quarterback? Well, I guess he's... Is he, is he a practice squad quarterback still, or is he, he might no, be inactive now? I
2: think he's considered active because they listed him as
0: inactive this weekend, so. Gotcha, yeah. Um. So, next game was the Rams beating the Cardinals. This was my upset pick. I thought maybe there was a start of it. I think I texted you guys that the Cardinals were up like think, 6-0 or think something. It was
2: 6-3 or something, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and then they, like, the Cardinals only got a field goal, like, after that, and then the Rams ended up winning 26-9 because Kyron Williams dominated in the second half. I should have picked... I guess in, in hindsight, maybe the Browns or the Jets. Maybe the, the Giants would have been a better pick probably for the upset of the week. But, yeah, the uh, the Rams go to 3-3, three three, but they have arguably their toughest test ever next week. So, it's going to be tough for them.
2: Who are they, they next they're week, actually? they The Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, Steelers. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, in, it's in L.A., though, but I think there would be majority Steelers fans there. I'd agree with that. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I think oh, they like... signed Darrell Henderson today. <laughs> and uh, who's the <laughs> Evans English running back? exactly Zach, yeah, Zach, Zach Evans. Yeah, because Rennie or Roddy Rivers got hurt for a little bit. Um, but yeah, basically, I think this is what we expected a final score to look like.
1: Yeah, looks yeah. about right. Puka had a bad drop in the end zone. Um, but other than that, I mean, because I think Cooper Cup, I think it had like a forty three percent target share, which is nuts. He's just going to be like just a target Observed. magnet for the rest of the season, which is pretty crazy. Because people were saying like three weeks ago, like they don't know if he's playing this year. Like you could be really worried about his production, but he seems to be pretty much having just just picking up our left off last year
2: yeah mm-hmm. and I think Matt I think you sent me a text this was a 430 kickoff I think you probably sent me a text about 545 saying can the Rams just run the ball because in the first half Kyron Williams had two carries in the second half he had 18 carries for 154 yards in the touchdown so maybe the yeah. Rams found something and they decided hey if we run the ball we'll uh, you know gain some yards and play better because the second half they just dominated
0: yeah, that first half was frustrating as a uh, Kyron Williams fantasy owner, but he balled out in the second half, and then of course he gets hurt. But it's looking like he's only going to be out for one week, which is which is something yeah. I will definitely take. Um, so the I wouldn't I wouldn't call this the I don't know if this would be the biggest upset. I guess technically spread wise it's not, but the Jets beat the Eagles in uh, New Jersey, New York, um, and then they ended up being I think six and a half point underdogs, and I'm like. Hmm, that's just fishy, man. Like cuz when the Jets were only like 7 against the Chiefs, I'm like, are we serious with that? And then they covered, and then the Jets ended up beating them by 6. Hurts looked awful. He had three interceptions. I believe they also had a fumble in there as well. I think the turnover, yes, DeAndre Swift fumbled. So it was a 4 to 0 um turnover differential, and you're never going to win when that happens. Uh so yeah, the Jets pick up uh, a massive win and they're 3 and 3. Zach Wilson has won them three games this season. And the Jets are going to be competing for a playoff spot, which is just crazy to say.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and if it's, it's their defense keeping them in games and Zach Wilson not losing them games, I, I, I you know, me being uh, just honest, I did not think that Zach Wilson would be keeping them in games as much as he is um, this year. I thought, I thought that he would be fully, like, blowing games left and right, like where they looked like just like they were stuck in quicksand like the Patriots game or something along those lines.
2: Yeah, I I think I owe Zach Wilson an apology because he's actually playing serviceable this year. Like, I remember in the offseason, I was saying I wouldn't even give up my seventh-round pick to have him. Like, I thought he was that bad. And here he is He's actually, better than
0: Mac Jones now. I mean,
2: some are saying. So, like, he's actually, <laughs> he's actually keeping them in the games. And then, I mean, the same thing kind of like the Rams. I think Brees Hall in the first half had three carries for zero yards, and then he finished the game with, I think, close to 80 yards or something like these teams realize mm-hmm. that they have to just run the ball and it's working for them. And the fact that the Jets were able to beat the Eagles, like I don't know about you guys, but watching this game, it's just like, yeah, like there's no shot the Eagles lose this game. Like they'll come back, they'll win. And then Jalen Hurts just, I don't know what was wrong with him, but he did not play well whatsoever. You mentioned the turnovers. He was just missing throws overall, making some bad decisions. Like not a good game at all for the for the Eagles in this one. Yeah, no, um, not at all. And, and Reese... that last
1: play especially where they just launched it on fourth and eight. Like, I feel like somebody, I think it was Dallas Goddard maybe, he was open in the flat. You could have gotten eight yards there and this man ran another play. Like, they still had – they, I mean, they had a few more seconds, but I don't know, whatever. I'm, it's happening in much faster time than me watching on TV. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. And, uh, yeah, so this is a huge win for the Jets. Dom, um, did you say uh, – because I was just going to say, like, Brees Hall, he might have caught a ball at the end and it wasn't a run because he only finished with 39 rushing yards, but he had 54 receiving yards. So, so yeah, it probably...
2: must have been that then, yeah.
0: Yeah, Um. Because the Jets, man, I think this is just what's going to happen. They're going to win, like, eight games this year, and they're all going to look like this. They're all going to be between, like, 13 and 20 points. The defense is going to keep them in, it. and it's all basically if Zach Wilson doesn't lose them the game.
2: And this is crazy because this is the exact same team as last year. Like, remember, they, they won seven games last year. Gross games so were like, oh, if they just had an offense, they would win a game. And We're seeing the same defense this year. They just unfortunately couldn't have Rogers at the start of this year, which, by the way... I'm 100% convinced Aaron Rodgers is playing again this year. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know crazy. what he did, but he's playing this year, and I don't know how.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and Bryce Huff looked so good on that defensive line. I'm like, dude, that Jets defense is really good. It is. Um, so if they can stay healthy on that side of the ball, the team could flirt with the playoff spot, which is crazy, especially if Aaron Rodgers comes back. But I oh, don't know, man. A 40-year-old quarterback on uh, a torn Achilles injury like coming back. I, I don't know. He, he, he looks good. I don't around. know why. But somehow, <laughs> only five weeks later, he looks fine. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, the we, next game we'll talk about uh, Detroit at Tampa. Uh, Detroit dominated them; they won twenty to six. I did predict Tampa could win this game. You guys both said Detroit, so I was wrong in that aspect. And it's looking like the Detroit Lions are a top three team. In the NFL, you could make an argument that they are the best team in the NFC currently. I don't think I would say that. I would still take San Fran and Philly, but I think they're in like a no doubt about number three spot right now. And it's looking like they're going to run away with the NFC North because the Vikings, Packers, and Bears do not look good this season. So yeah, Jared Goff looks great. And they did lose David Montgomery, but they're going to get Jameer Gibbs back. Amon Ross St. Brown looks like one of the best receivers in the league, And this was a rough game for the Bucks. Are the Lions going to use Gibbs though? that is the question it might be all craig reynolds next week um but no you mentioned
1: and then then, uh and then craig reynolds will be in the uh, the week eight top waiver and then he'll score four
2: points yeah i mean that's that's what the lions do i mean they they dominated this game like they only won by 14 but i don't think the bucks were ever in this game whatsoever it was not close to me at all yeah
0: and this um, uh this Lions schedule not too difficult remainder of the season. So, there is a good chance that this Lions team could win 12 13. I wouldn't say 14 games, but hey, they're 5 and 1 right now and their offense looks like unstoppable at this point. And even though they only scored 20 points, it was against a solid defense in the Bucks and they're kind of rolling here. Yeah, and this um, was a
2: this was a great uniform matchup mm-hmm. as well. The Honolulu it it blue and great. silver versus the Creams' goals, which the Bucks I think the Bucs' career winning percentage in the creamsicles is like 33%. Like, they got to throw those uniforms <laughs> Stop out, wearing okay. them. They're not worth it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so for the Sunday night game, um, was a lot closer than we all thought. Tom saw it up uh, in person up there in Buffalo. So, Tom, you can give the rundown of the game, what you thought about it, uh, as your Giants kind of almost beat the Buffalo Bills, but there was a bad call at the end that avoided them to doing so. Not let's even, doesn't see, even want to talk is. about it. Or is he? He's got a bag over the head. He's gonna bring a bag over the head. Let's see. He's got no, props. No,
1: taking a
0: lap. Um, oh, was, honestly, dude, are you? You can't be too upset though. Like they, they were made it close. You're still tanking. They didn't score a touchdown.
1: They didn't score a touchdown for the third straight game. Yes, I'm upset. <laughs> I don't care. Well, they played him close. I, mean, I yeah, get that's it. not great. The defense looked fantastic. You can't score nine points and they scored three points against Seattle and they scored nine points against Miami. The offense has not scored a touchdown in three games. That's all I have to say. And Tyrod Taylor got pressured the same as Daniel Jones did. Tyra gets paid $5 million. Daniel Jones gets paid $40 million. And Tyra handled the pressure far better and completed passes to many different players. Got the ball to Jalen Hyatt. Got the ball to Wandale. Got the ball to Darius Lane. Got the ball to Darren Waller. Saquon looked okay. Very winnable game. And you get an untimed down for the one-yard line, and you run that play.
0: Yeah, that was bad. Um, I don't, I've,
1: seen they, this, I've seen this 10 million times where the Giants run their play-action play where Daniel Bellinger starts on the right side of the offensive line motions out, fake handle to Saquon, roll out to the left, dump past the tight end, whether it's Waller or Daniel Ballinger. It's worked a million times. Why can't they just do that? Or I would have been, been more content with just running the ball, and like if Saquon gets stuffed, then he gets stuffed, and like that's what you do on the one-yard line. Do a tush-push. Try to jump over the line. Do something <laughs> cool. Don't just run some stupid play and have Darren Waller get a holding call that missed, because it should have gotten missed. It's the last play of the game. I don't want a flag there. I want a touchdown. Rant yeah. over. Ooh. That's it. I don't want to talk
0: about it. Ooh. Uh, you know what's I, funny? We we could look back at this in a couple months, and when the Giants just edged out beating the Panthers by one game for the number one overall pick because they didn't win this one, you'll regret everything you just said, and you'll be happy fine. they lost.
1: I, I mean, that, that uh, no, I, I I'm fully on. We are not. We might not win another game the rest of the year.
0: Like I fully <laughs> believe that. Like I'm not
1: nervous about that. I'm not like I'm not dreading that whatsoever because I'm, I've accepted it. But yeah, that's where we're at. And I, at least at least we got a linebacker now, Bobby. Looks fantastic.
2: He does. He does. Um, I had two takeaways from this game. The first one is... So, Tom, you mentioned it. The penalty to end the game. You said you didn't want the flag there, right?
1: I mean, of course, I want a flag, but, like, I'm not expecting... I'm, I'm not going to be like, oh, they missed it, we got screwed by the refs. Like, no, they didn't score a touchdown all game. Don't expect handouts out to the end. Two of them, nonetheless.
2: Because the the cries on Twitter of NFL fans saying how dare the refs not throw the flag his jersey's getting pulled let the players um throw the flag but then the also the flip side of it is where they complain and they say let the players play the officials try to take over the games like i've never seen the flip so much like in the super bowl with the chiefs it was how dare you throw a flag let the players play and then for this game it was throw the flag he's getting pulled like there was the turn around from one point of view to the other is crazy in NFL fans, in my opinion.
1: And the same thing happened in the Washington game last year when the Giants and Washington were both in that uh, hunt for the wild card, and that pretty much ended Washington season and pretty much locked the Giants into the spot last year. There was was a lot of hand fighting going on at the end of that last play, which is very similar, and they didn't throw the flag. And, like, I was like, let them play. And I'm keeping that same mentality now. Let them play. Like, it's football. Like, it's not, like... You know, it's not, it's, it's not flight football. Like you can, you can, you can give somebody a little bit of hand fighting and it's happening quick people. And there's a lot of guys in that line. It's not a lot of room to work with.
2: Yeah. And my, my only other takeaway from this game was, I think it was during our preview videos you called Evan Neal I think it was a turnstile, and every time I watch him play, I giggle a little bit because he doesn't touch a single person. Like everyone runs right no, past him. He, he had he that one so rep bad. though. The
1: one rep where he pancaked two guys and I'm like, why do you have to do that now? But put like, him on right guard and see what happens. Like I don't Like really
2: watching him, watching him go in his pass protection, Von Miller just runs around him and all I can think of in my head is you calling him a turnstile and it's just Yeah. He, it's he just even blocked his own guys. He, <laughs> he blocked
1: Darren Waller last week against the Dolphins. Like it's not even it's it's to the point where it's like he's past the point of being like the easiest thing that defenders will go up against because he literally blocks his own teammates.
0: Yeah, and for the Bills, this also didn't, like, just to talk about them, this didn't look great at all. They're coming off the loss against Jacksonville. It's kind of gone downhill a little bit since they beat Miami um, on October 1st. So the Bills definitely have a lot to work on, but maybe this was always going to be a letdown trap game. They go to New England next week. That could be I don't know if that's going to be a good game at all, but hey, the Pats' defense is still all right. But um, yeah, the Bills four and two right now. The Giants fall to one and five, and we'll see how they look throughout the remaining of the season. Is Daniel Jones going to be back next week? Is that a thing or no, is it Tyron Taylor? Out. They did. Oh, okay, so oh, he's he going to be out for at least what yeah. the next four. Yeah, that's right? brutal. Uh-huh. I mean,
1: just before I start saying that, I I follow about eighteen Giants Twitter accounts.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, it's not the worst case scenario because yeah, Daniel Jones or excuse me, Tyron Taylor does look better. Um, than Daniel Jones right now. So, I, I think he keep Tyron Taylor out there. Yeah, and I mean, it was also just like the one-game like, sample. I'm, not, I'm
1: really not mad at the way he played whatsoever. Like, he got the ball. He, he completed long plays, which is not what the defense was doing before that. Yeah. So I mean, the Roto-Wires said
0: that. last yesterday that he's going to try to play Week 7. I don't know if the Giants like retroactively just put him on the IR, though, today. So, um, either way, I mean, <laughs> Tyron Taylor might be the quarterback no matter what next week. And then maybe Daniel Jones comes back in two weeks if he's not on the IL right now. Um, but yeah, uh, we talked a lot about that game. We could finish it off with a game between the Cowboys and the Chargers in which we all took the Chargers to win in last episodes, so We all went 0-3 there. Not I great. said it not wasn't going to be brand. good. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I thought so many different times the Chargers would have won this game. Herbert got ripped out on Twitter, and he didn't play great. Not up to Herbert's standards. Um, the Cowboys looked Solid. I wouldn't say they looked too much better because there was a lot of chances where the Chargers could win this game. Quinnen Johnston, I'm sure, might make Dom's all cardio team this he's week. He's on the list. I don't know. Yep, he's on the list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know how many snaps he got, um, but did not look great out there because he didn't do anything out there. The Cowboys' run offense does not look great so far. Currently, like Tony Pollard, 15 for 30, but he got it done in the receiving game, and the Cowboys pick up a huge win to go to four and two. And the Chargers, man, two and three, they could probably kiss the division goodbye, but. They're still going to hang around just because they've in Herbert for the rest of the way.
2: Yeah, and Herbert looked yeah. awful. Like, he just, I don't know, he was missing throws. He had Keenan Allen wide open uh, late in the game. to That probably could have been a touchdown or at least get them into field goal range. He threw that yeah, bad yeah, interception. Yeah. He took a few, um, took one bad sack. Like, just some of the decisions he was making was not great, and that's just not what you want to see coming out of a bye week.
1: No, not at all. And like you would think that rookies get more involved in the bye week after the bye week, but they just did not do that whatsoever because Quentin Johnson, I think he had one target. Also, I was fooled by a 2021 tweet when Dale Joseph was put on injury <laughs> reserve for his neck, so he is not injured. Nice. <laughs> so yeah. that up now. So yeah, he is a, he is not an injury reserve, but they did work out Ian Book, I believe, which is kind of crazy.
0: Oh, that's oh. Notre Dame's finest man. They still have Aaron Murray. Back. Is he still there somewhere? They don't have a third uh, no, string. Well, no, at least that, that, that was, was active. Jake Fromm,
2: different, different Georgia quarterback. Jake
0: Fromm. Yeah, second time I've heard his name today.
2: <laughs> what was the first um, time?
0: He brought it up. <laughs> yeah, I text. I saw the, like the Twitter um, post of like how good that Alabama team was in 2017, and Dom mentioned how they won their season on basically a game-winning play against the rival, and I was like Jake Fromm clears because that was the quarterback <laughs> of that Georgia team, and um, yeah, now I've heard his name twice today, but. That was it. Was an okay game. I don't think like, I thought it was gonna be super high scoring, and they both scored right away to start off the game. And then there was basically no offense at all um, at the end of the first half or the third quarter. So yeah, the Chargers man two and three. They've already had their bye week, so it's yep. gonna be. We'll see how they play the rest of the way. They, um, they the still Chiefs have to this play week. the Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs this week, um, and they'll play them on the last week of the season. Still got to play Buffalo, Baltimore. Detroit, Denver twice. they got a Jets game in there. It's not the easiest schedule by any means for the rest of the way. So we'll see if the Chargers end up being a playoff team because it'd be a massive disappointment if they don't. And I don't know, man. I don't think Brandon Staley's going to get fired after that game because he would have probably been fired already. But this is the, if they miss the playoffs, I, don't, I think if they miss the playoffs or even lose in round one, like he's canned.
2: Yeah, I, I'd agree. I, I like what you said too. Like he didn't do anything too crazy this game to get fired, but I think he's still just like on the hot seat in general.
0: For sure. But, like, hey, yeah, maybe they'll lose. Maybe they'll beat Kansas City. That would be a massive game on the road. And this Chiefs team does look beatable, so it wouldn't be impossible for them to pull off. But it's going to be tough. Um, So, yeah, that pretty much wraps out our Week 6 reaction. There was only two teams with the bye this week in the Steelers and the Packers. But we have a couple more teams um, with byes next week in the Bengals, Cowboys, Titans, Jets, Panthers, and Texans. Uh, So, six teams there. But we'll be doing our Week 7 preview later in this week. Um, if you guys did enjoy, we'd appreciate you dropping a thumbs up, uh, comment what you guys thought about weeks, uh, six as well on YouTube. And if you're listening on Apple podcasts or Spotify, we'd appreciate a rating and review as well. You guys have any closing thoughts for next week or this past week at all?
1: Running back the uh, mailbag for the week seven
0: down. Yeah, we'll, 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 do that. So, um, sure, yeah, if yeah. you guys have any questions, we'll make sure to post it on Twitter as well. But, uh, any questions you guys have for week seven, we'll, we'll definitely answer them in the, um, in the week seven preview in a couple of days. We're good, Dom? Anything, any propaganda you want to push? Uh nope. Judkins, the Heisman race?
2: <laughs> no, no propaganda to push. I have the five teams written down that we've already eliminated. Uh, if you want to hold it for uh, the preview, or we can eliminate one team or we can do it now. Up to you. Because we have five okay. teams. Yeah, yeah do let's do it now. Team. I mean, okay, there's, one, now. there's one obvious team. Uh, so, so far we've eliminated the Bears, the Broncos, the Raiders, which looks a little iffy right now. The Cardinals and the Panthers. I think there's one like team staring directly at
0: us that we can cross off this week.
2: It's can can you repeat that Patriots? one more?
0: Yeah, I was gonna say okay, Patriots was is that the team you're talking about?
2: I was thinking the Giants. Giants, okay. <laughs> Giants uh, or Pats? Bears, oh. Broncos, Raiders, Cardinals, Panthers. We got to add one team to the
0: list. I think. Okay, yeah, I it's think... Gi- Giants or Pats. I'm good with the Giants.
2: I think there's no shot they make the playoffs after what we've seen Daniel Jones Michael and I are apparently
0: (laughs) so you never (laughs) I know uh, right, so we'll eliminate the Giants
2: we
1: can I mean I don't think the Giants are going to make it and they're 1-5 and but um, I would rather the Patriots than the Giants but that's just my bias talking so we can eliminate these G-men
2: well when the Patriots lose to the Bills this week we'll cross them off for next week
0: (laughs) alright fine Yeah. All right. So add the Giants to the list. We'll eliminate a team in the week seven reaction as well. Um, So, yeah, thank you guys all for watching and listening, and we'll catch you all there. Peace.